Welcome to VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards, a daily podcast bringing you an inside look at the Vegas Golden Knights' 2023 Stanley Cup playoff run. I'm Justin Russo with the Golden Knights on Wednesday, April 19th, and the playoffs began last night for the Golden Knights, but not in the way that we would have all hoped. The VGK fell in Game 1 to Winnipeg 5-1 after failing to generate a lot of offense against the Jets' stingy defense and, of course, their star goaltender, Connor Hellebuck. Today, we welcome on Dave Gosher and Shane Knighty, who offer a fresh reaction to last night's loss, recorded just minutes after the final buzzer sounded. Dave Gosher, Shane Knighty talking to you just after Game 1 ended at T-Mobile Arena and not what the Golden Knights were looking for, Shane, or their fans, a 5-1 loss to the Winnipeg Jets. I don't know if uh, we saw this coming. You know, Alex Petrangelo told Ashley between the first and second period he worried about a little bit of rust. I will say this, neither team played since last Thursday, so they're both in the same boat, but this was not the Golden Knights team we saw win 51 games to put up a team record 111 points this year. No, the Winnipeg Jets looked sharp. They, they played their game, they executed their game plan, and they were rewarded for it. For the Golden Knights, it just... You said it, I think, in-game. They seemed out of sync. They weren't they weren't ready. They didn't have enough guys. Sometimes you need someone to drag you into the fight. I don't think they had one of those performances. I think, you know, Brossois in the first period, 14 shots kept him in it. Here comes Shifley, a shot save. Brossois with his pads down. Mark Shifley with 42 goals this year. Almost had the first of the postseason. But a great stop by Brossois, his finest here in the opening period. Through the circle, floats it in front, extra pass a shot. Oh, a sliding save, and a rebound. Where's the puck? Big pile. Brossois dives back to his crease. No sense of where the puck is for anybody in the stands. Only the referee says no goal. Now the crowd realizes it never went in. Oh, wow. 0-0 game at that point. So what has been the strength of the Golden Knights this year? When we look at it, you break it down, puck management, turnovers, had a turnover in the second, led the goal. Puck is off the stick at the Winnipeg line. Jets are in, Dubois shoots, he scores! Dubois capitalizes on a loose puck back at the Jets line, catches the Knights changing. 2-0 Winnipeg. Dubois with two points in the opening minutes of the second period. Uh, breakouts, quick puck movement, execution, not there, their breakouts. Four checks, sustained pressure. Well, they got some D that can move it. Um, I think we're a little bit stationary going through the neutral zone, so our, our numbers, uh, you're not on top of them, you're getting it and then chipping it in with, instead of doing it all in one motion. And then I think our D can help on the, on the four check, five on five a little more, be on top of them, start with better gaps. So. I think that's a combination of both. Sometimes you lose your gaps because you're in the middle of a line change uh, by the time you do forecheck, right? So if you're out of your end clean and you're through the neutral zone, then all five guys are fresh. And I think that had a lot to do with it. Our forecheck game has been effective against specifically this team early in the year. I know things change, but when we're good, we're on top of teams. It shows in the chance totals, the shot clock, a lot of different things. And you know, we, weren't, we weren't that team tonight. So all those boxes you need to check weren't checked tonight for Vegas. Um, and, you know, this is one of those games, and it's early. you got to turn it around, maybe at home. Right now, for whatever reason, Dave, everybody listens to this, there's a possibility Seattle wins tonight, and it'll be a clean sweep tonight for road teams. Two road teams won last night. Sometimes a little more pressure here at home, so Bull Knights are going to have to make a lot of corrections. They know what to do at this point. You've played an 82-game schedule. 
It's got to start with work ethic. It's got to start with competing. As you said, maybe it was just a little bit of rust. Either way, it has to drastically improve for game two. I always wonder in these situations too, Shane, and as you get into the playoffs, the Golden Knights have depth and they've leaned on that a lot this year, but your best players have to carry it for you. Yeah. And you know, look at Winnipeg's best players tonight, Connor, Dubois, Shifley, Wheeler had a goal, a big goal and a timely goal for them. For the Golden Knights, some of their high-end guys were, were pretty quiet. That That's going to have to change if they're going to come back and even the series on Thursday night. Oh, yeah. They, they'll recognize it, and they should, certainly. I think that's one thing that Bruce Cassidy's done is, you know, these guys, we've used the word accountability. So that's individually and as a team to understand not anywhere good enough tonight. And, okay, that's fine to recognize, but the next part is, okay, the next time it's out, you gotta, you got to make it right. And uh, they're going to need their top guys to step it up. And as much as their top guys, a lot of times they've been carried this year. You mentioned the word depth. Some guys weren't there, others were. Tonight, I think, is one of those games, rare games, where you can go right through the lineup and say, no one was there. They, they didn't. You know, even the fourth line of time that's provided momentum. Um, you know, he moved. Bruce Cassidy got to the point in the second period. He sh shuffled things around. Bit of a spark. Got the goal from Carlson. Down the left wall. Take it away. Marchessault, rink wide left. Across the line. Barbashev to the middle. Score! William Carlson! The Golden Knights are on the board. William Carlson has the first Vegas playoffs goal of the year. After 14 in the regular season, he has the first in the playoffs for the Knights. And now trail 2-1 with 4-11 to go in the second period. The quick strike offense. Carlson set up by Barbashev. He drifted left circle and went long side by the glove of Hellebuck inside the right post. And the Knights are within a goal. Um, but couldn't couldn't build off of that. So I'm looking at areas, I'm looking at their compete, getting back to their game, their structure, their detailed game that they play that's made them so good and win 51 games this year, and special teams. The power play, crucial game situations where they could have took advantage once in the second and then in the third and just couldn't. Not, not even that, it, it's almost like those power plays drained momentum because they it couldn't even generate a chance. I'd say lack of execution, which has been a in and out for us all year. That's why our power play has been inconsistent. Um, you know, we had a couple entries where we're not in the right spot. Another one where, we, you know, we kind of stumble at the blue line, so we never get going again. And so that group loses their, their mojo. The last one, I'm not sure what, why we can't be better there, to be honest. The game's on the line. Okay, their, their, their killers are doing a good job. But at the end of the day, we got to execute faster and better. And, and the pace of our power play, I've said it, you know, it's been a challenge to get this, both groups to move the puck quick, quicker than the, 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 the kill can rotate and then get it to the net and recover pucks, right? It's been the shooting mentality. And when we've had it, I think our power play is good. When we, when we lose that, then we're really relying on precision plays. And, and tonight we, should, we clearly didn't make them. How quickly as a player, and you've been through this long playoff runs, yeah. We mentioned the phrase in the great song by Bob Seger, turn the page. How quickly do you turn it before you, uh, you know, you, you, you deal with this? Is it midnight? How long before you look forward to, to a new day in game two? 
I, I've always said, you know, you, you carry this home, you evaluate, you understand what you need to be better at, um, but you got to turn it around quickly. Tomorrow you come in, okay, it's like a work day. They'll, they'll review video, they'll look at the mistakes, they'll look at the areas that they can hopefully be a lot better, not hopefully, they'll look at areas where they'll be better. I'm certainly sure that the coaching staff will be cutting tape and there'll be a lot to point to at, at what needs to improve and then you move from there. It, it, it's a quick turnaround, you don't carry it with you. It's one game. Series are long. It's hard to win in the league in regular season. It's even harder in playoffs. But they need a big pushback in game two. They've got to come in confident. You can't let the negativity hang on here from this first game. You sweep it away. You recognize all the good you've done. You build on that, and you get better. You know, there's been this narrative going into the series that, and the Golden Knights have talked about this, they win the West, they record for points for for their team, and nobody's really picked them to do much here in the playoffs for a whole variety of reasons, I guess. I do wonder about the mindset of the Winnipeg Jets. I don't know how many people have picked them to win this series, right? They're the last team to make the playoffs. They barely get in the playoffs. They seem like a pretty, I don't know if carefree is the word, but a team that was playing pretty loose and pretty effective in game one. They were. They were They were excellent. And, you know, the Golden Knights, yeah, you finish first. You'd like to get a little recognition. And we talked about this before, but then there's pressure that comes with that. Yeah. Well, there wasn't pressure because a lot of people thought the Jets had a, had a chance that the way they played down the final games to get into a playoff position. We know the high-end talent. We saw it tonight from their top players. And then their depth guys, they just they just out. They won the battles, races for pucks. They defended better, they, and they executed better offensively. So all those areas go in favor of one team. Usually the outcome is the way it was, which was a 5-1 final here. Um, but for the Golden Knights, if they thought uh, there was negativity before, there might be more. But <laughs> I'm going to say this, and I'm going to give this positive to everybody who's listening to this. If I recall, the last time these two teams met in a series, game one, heavily, heavily in favor of the Winnipeg Jets, where he thought it'd be a quick series, and then it was four straight for the Golden Knights. I'm not saying it's going to repeat, but winning the first game... Certainly important, especially when you're on the road, but it doesn't mean anything in the long run as long as the Golden Knights get back to their game. Bruce Cassidy did it, you know, his usual pregame interview with Dan Duva, our radio man today, and it was Bruce's 80th playoff game as a head coach tonight. I think Dan's question to him was something along the lines of, if you could go back in time and talk to that guy, you know, that yeah. young Bruce Cassidy as a coach, what would you tell him? And Bruce's answer basically was, do not let these swings and momentum yeah. get the best of you in the playoffs. He said, when you win, it feels like you're never going to lose. And when you lose, you kind of feel like, oh, we're ever going to find a way to win another yeah. game. Yeah, watch the momentum swings. I think uh, when you win, it feels like, you know, you're on top of the world. When you lose, you almost feel like, oh, you know, can, can we ever win again? You know, you get into a little bit of that you got to be mindful of. You know, someone's going to win, someone's going to lose. The series is going to have ebbs and flows. And you got to try to stay as um, level even keeled as possible I guess you still want the emotion you want your players to have emotion and passion all that but whatever the outcome is tonight tomorrow you got to be starting to prepare for the next game and try to put this one behind you as much as possible um, and just take the stuff that's necessary from it not not always the outcome but the things that were done well the things that need to be improvement and then work on winning the next one his point is you have to kind of keep the big picture in mind yeah. you know, it's probably going to be a long series 
probably not gonna have a sweep. It's gonna take time and probably something to keep in mind right now for those tuning into this that, yeah, it, it, the first game uh, wasn't ideal. Uh, it sucked, sucked rocks big time, but still a long way to go in this series. There certainly is, and we talked to assistant coach John Stevens, mm -hmm. experienced, done some cup runs, coached a long time, and he said, you've got to manage and quickly get past. They would have won 5-1, message is the same, forget it. And you know the other team's going to come back ready to go. And I'm going to tell a quick little story. Dave, you were there. Mm -hmm. First place with the Boston Bruins. This was uh, 2011 for me, playing our... The, one of the biggest rivalries in the history of the game, the Montreal Canadiens in Boston, lose game one, lose game two. But that's where it comes from within the room. I remember guys standing in the room and said, we got, next one's ours, right? We turned it around, like literally after the game. So I just thought of that because you asked me how long. It's almost like you get angry and say, all right, that's enough. It's, we're turning it around to a man I need to be better, you need to be better. As a group, we need to be better. And eventually won the series, went to seven games. But, you know, that's a team who won the Stanley Cup. But I'll never forget being the first place seed, losing two games at home to the eighth seed, not only the eighth seed, the Montreal Canadiens, which you lose in Boston. I don't think I went out for dinner that night <laughs> or the next game either, just straight home because fans were not happy. But. There is lots of time, lots of hockey left. And next game, I'm going to see the Golden Knights. I want to see a good pushback for them. I want to see them. They, they, they were off tonight. No question about it. They've got to get back on. And uh, I think they have more than the experience, uh, the veteran leadership, and the ability to do it. The genius radio guy for the Bruins said after the game two loss. <laughs> Talk about yourself. Hello, self. I said something along the lines of, as you guys lost game two, <laughs> the question is, will there be another game played in this building yeah. this year? Because you guys are down two zip. And that was a great story about um, you didn't want to be in the fishbowl in Montreal for a couple of off days, yeah. I yeah. think. So you guys went to Lake Placid yes. and got away from it, home of the 1980 Miracle on Ice. And um, sure enough, one game three. And then I think game four in overtime and a Michael yeah. Ryder goal, if my memory's yeah. correct. Game five double overtime. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what I had for lunch three days ago. I remember this crap, though, as you do. Um, but, yeah, it was – think about that. Down 0-2 at home, having yeah. to go win two games in Montreal and won both of them. So the, the, just to keep that in mind. And you learn from experiences, right? You're able to do something like that. Yeah, went to Montreal. And then if you want to fast forward that same year, you're going to continue to use that experience. Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Lose two straight in Vancouver. The yeah. same – but having – been through that you know it's not over it takes four games to win and this is where you fall back on the season yeah you've gone on streaks before you know what you need to do you get back to that so there's ways for it to be done and and a lot of times you lean on experience we had experienced guys mark Reck, you would stand up who had won a couple of stanley cups and i'm sure you'll have guys alex petrangelo alec martinez jonathan quick chandler stevenson phil kessel they've been through this this is nothing new so now you just help other guys maybe who haven't been through it. This is what we need to do. And it maybe is more of, you know, patting the guys on the back, lifting them up after loss more than anything. Well, that's uh, just some real fresh post-game reaction, as fresh as you can get. We're still sitting in the booth where we broadcasted the game from, but uh, that'll do it for us. 
as uh, the Golden Knights fall 5-1 here to the Winnipeg Jets in Game 1 of this series. Game 2 coming up Thursday night here at the Fortress uh, with the Golden Knights, hoping there's uh, some better days ahead for them. That'll do it for us. Make it, somehow, someway, a good Wednesday. Well, a tough but certainly fair criticism by Dave and Shane on the Golden Knights' performance last night. And I really love them both reminiscing on their Boston days, especially Shane being able to provide some positivity from a player's perspective on how the Golden Knights can rebound from this loss using his experience from that Bruins Cup run in 2011. So for the Golden Knights, there is still a long road ahead, and they simply just have to learn what they can from Game 1 and move on tomorrow and start to prepare for Game 2 on Thursday, which, by the way, you can catch at 7 p.m. on AT&T Sportsnet with Dave and Shane or over on Fox Sports Las Vegas with Dan Duba and Gary Lawless with Gary joining us on tomorrow's episode of VGK Today. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcast to make sure you don't miss a moment of the team's quest for a Stanley Cup. Justin Russo saying so long on VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards. <laughs>